Welcome to the Brains Magazine podcast, a podcast with in-depth interviews and conversations with world-class entrepreneurs, expert coaches, industry leaders, and international celebrities. Get exclusive insight into the world of business, mindset, leadership, and lifestyle with your host, Mark Sefton. Welcome to this uh, next episode of the Brains Magazine podcast. And today I have Aura E. Martinez. Aura is a self-discovery and empowerment coach. She is the founder of Live to the Max. Aura, how are you today? I am good. How are you? I'm good. I'm feeling good. It's my birthday week, so I've got lots of great energy, uh, good things to look forward to today. Awesome. Happy birthday. Thank you so much. Well, today I'm really going to be looking to try and get as much out of you as possible. It's always the one mandate that I give myself as the host of Brains Magazine is wanting to draw out of each of the guests, you know, their own wisdom, their own jewels and and pearls uh, for us to all really benefit from. And so without further ado, or I'm going to ask you, because I know that you're massive into things like clarity. And so I want to ask you, how do we get gain clarity in our business and our life? Mm, that's a very good question. The clarity always starts with going within. The clarity always starts when we ask the questions that we need to ask ourselves. The clarity always starts when we give ourselves quiet time. I think the kind of life that we're living nowadays can be so hectic and one of the biggest mistakes we make as human beings, right, is that we're always looking outside of ourselves. So when it comes to business, we're always looking at what the other person is doing rather than checking in with ourselves and making sure that whatever it is that we're doing is actually in alignment with who we really are. Or when it comes to finding our own purpose, we may mistakenly because we admire someone else's work or because we may admire how someone else is living think that we need to do the same exact thing that someone else is doing but that's not the case whenever we're wanting to gain clarity we need to ask the right questions to ourselves and we need to always always look within i love that because i think a lot of people do look outside of themselves they they look out the window, they think that the opportunities are out in the world. And I always encourage people that the greatest opportunity is actually you, you know, so I love that you're bringing us to a place of introspection, you know, quieting that noise, looking inside, you know, and asking ourselves those questions. We already know that asking great questions is one of the keys to success. Uh, and, and often we formalize that with, with who we're asking but I think it's really good to be asking ourselves some of those really poignant questions. So really great start, uh, Aura. Uh, thank you for that. Now, you've traveled the world as a flight attendant. Uh, I would love to know what has been the biggest and greatest revelation in all those years of you flying around the world? Oh, that's a very good question. To me, I have to say that traveling the world has allowed me not so much see the world and understand the world in a whole different level, but also see myself in a different level. In the sense that 
it allowed me to see how self-reliant I am. You know, I think so many times we don't really know ourselves until we're placed in situations where we have no other option but to rely on ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. But to depend on our own selves. It allowed me to see how amazing I am. And I say this because I want people to see how amazing they are themselves, right? It allowed me to see that we're not any different from any other country. What do I mean with that? I'm going to explain what I mean with that. Just like a country has its beautiful, interesting, and also not so pretty places, so do we. And it, it's interesting to me that we get so curious to see the not so interesting places in other countries, but yet we don't do that for ourselves. So it allowed me to see all parts of me that I didn't even know was there which made me appreciate myself on a whole new different level. Yeah, that's very relatable as well now that you've said it in such an eloquent way, Aura, because isn't it fascinating that you had to go to other parts of the world to actually find other parts of yourself, even though you never can leave your own self? That is quite fascinating because I know for me, I went from a boy to a man when I leave the UK and I lived in America for a short period. I remember going to Brazil and helped open an orphanage. And I can remember all these things of where, you know, me going elsewhere is actually what helped me see more of me. That is really profound what you shared there, Aura. I love that. Yes, 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 yes. Isn't it interesting? And I think that when we start looking at traveling from that perspective too, not just what am I going to see about this country, but also take into consideration yourself. Mm. It just, it just changes you in a massive, deep way. Yeah, that's really beautiful. I've, I've really uh, got something from that. So thank you. Really thank good. Thank you. How do we truly discover who we are? It's very clear, even from the first two questions, you're very introspective, very reflective, very self-aware. So how do we truly discover who we are? I would say, and, and this is what I do, every morning, like I mentioned earlier, Give yourself quiet time. I give myself my own quiet time. And in that quiet time, just like I would be there for a friend, I'm there for myself. I think a lot of times we're not there for ourselves the way we need to be there for ourselves. And it is no wonder that we feel like we wake up on the wrong side of the bed or things don't go quite the way we want them to go. So one of the things that I love to do is that I like to see what do I need. So I ask myself, what do I need out of myself right now? How am I feeling, right? What's, what's going on within me at this very moment? And when I do that, and, and I'm sharing this so that people could do it themselves, because when you do this, you're actually loving yourself. Mm. You're actually giving yourself the attention that you need, the understanding that you need. Just like you would give it to a friend, just like you would give it to a child if you have a child, right? Or that you would give it to a family member. And what's so fascinating about this is that you start understanding the parts of you that may have been out of your awareness. So say, for example, you wake up and you're like, I don't know why, but I feel off today, right? <laughs> you start understanding, okay, there's a part of me that needs my attention, and the more you tend to yourself in that way, the more you're going to realize that not only are you going to know how you can tend to yourself in a way that no one else can, 
But you start gaining a bit more confidence. You may not realize it at the at that very moment, but you do because there's a level of confidence that we gain in ourselves the more we understand ourselves, the more we tend to ourselves, the more caring we are to ourselves. I think that if we can start in that way, oof, we would be changing massively and we would be gaining control over our mind and our emotions. Yeah, it seems like you've got a really great uh, relationship with yourself. It's interesting how we've been so used to in the past pushing how we feel or running away from how we feel rather than even acknowledging those bits that maybe not feel so good. So even if it's anxiety, acknowledging that it's there and, and let it have it have its place, uh, but not to not to allow it to consume or dictate, but to at least acknowledge you know, and move through it, you know, and the beauty of going through is, it's a process, isn't it? You're not stuck. The key is, and I loved how you, how you um, phrased it, because that's exactly it. The key, as I like to say, is to lean in, not to live in. See, a lot of times we don't realize that we're living in our emotions. So when we're frustrated, we're living in. And I think that the reason why we get so caught up and we live in is because we haven't leaned in, Mm. which is very different, which comes from a place of curiosity of wanting to understand why is that frustration there? What is the message that that frustration is wanting to say to you? And then doing something with that message. Mm. Yeah, definitely touched the, the, the firelighter there on on your, I really saw you go up another notch there. I love that around Lean in, not living. That's a, a beautiful turn of phrase. I'm really enjoying this myself. Um, how do we connect with ourselves in, in a meaningful way? You know, I really want to just keep focusing on relationship with self because I think uh, every question, you've always brought it back. So how, how can we connect with ourselves in a much more meaningful way? Get curious. Get curious, get curious about yourself, get curious about what you're feeling, get curious about what you're thinking, get curious about what lights you up, get curious about what you feel uh, drawn to, get curious. Because curiosity is actually the start of transformation. Sometimes we think that transformation starts with a massive step and that we need like advanced techniques or anything. No, the start of anything is curiosity. And interesting enough, that's how we started off as children. Mm. We were curious, right? And so we need to still utilize that even as an adult, because what curiosity leads to, it leads you to understand then understanding leads you to making better choices. And the more we make better choices, the more we can start creating the life that we want. The more we create the life that we want, the better we feel. The better we feel, the better choices we make. So it just creates this ripple effect and this beautiful cycle that leads us to living a life that it's more meaningful, more purposeful, more in tune with who we really are. So if we're really wanting to connect deeply with ourselves, we have to start with curiosity. I agree. And it's, it's interesting. I think because a lot of us, again, have come from a place of being uh, people that conform, that don't answer back. I know as a, as a child, you know, you were, you were told to do as you were told, you know, you'd hear things like curiosity killed the cat. 
you know, and, and then I would come back and say, well, that's why a cat has nine lives, you know, and, um, <laughs> you know, it's interesting, isn't it? How some of our, some of our conditioning as a child and, you know, you're encouraging it and giving people permission again to, to be curious, to, to kind of go again with everything that you believe, think and feel and not just rest on your laurels, but go, go a little bit deeper, right? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. It, it, it's so, it's so, I'm trying to look for the right word. And the only word that comes to me is sad. It's so sad how we have all these layers, as I like to say, that cover who it is that we really are. And part of it is the conditioning. And so it is up to us as adults, right? Mm. to be willing to peel those layers. And of course, that goes back to curiosity because unless you get curious about something, there's no way that you can even get to a point of even understanding that you even have layers. And I use layers as a, as a way to describe conditioning, stories, limiting beliefs. I mean, there's, there's numerous things that can cover who it is that we really are. Mm. But yeah, going back to the basics, it's, it's really necessary if we are wanting to transform our life. Mm. We, we, we love empowerment. We love encouraging others. We love showing people the way. What would be your top three tips for being able to empower who we are? How, how do we really empower ourselves? I honestly believe that we empower ourselves the moment we lean into who we really are and we follow what it is that we want to do. Right? Because the more we do things that are in alignment with who we really are, the more empowered we feel. Okay? And so sometimes we seek empowerment outside of us. And yes, things outside of us can empower us. But really at the core of it, true empowerment comes when we understand ourselves. True empowerment comes when we honor ourselves, right? True empowerment comes when we are living in full alignment with who it is that we really are. And if for anybody that wants proof of that, just analyze how you feel when you go against what it is that you've been feeling like you need to do. And then you notice that it doesn't go quite the way you want it to go, right? How disempowering that is. Mm. So your empowerment starts when you start living in alignment with who you really are, when you understand yourself, right? You need to understand yourself in order for you to live in alignment with who you really are. Mm. Yeah. So increasing that self-awareness, I totally agree with you. The more that we know who we are, the more that we're aligned with our values and we know what our values are and we make sure that we have them clear too. We have to do all this like kind of background work first. It then makes it a lot easier to be able to say no to the wrong things so that we can say yes to, to the right things. But it all starts with, with, with the knowing and the deeper that we can know ourselves, the better choices we can make, which do re result in empowerment. Yes. Oh, most certainly. Yes. Yes. So I, I love your points of, you know, being true to yourself, owning uh, your your own conviction uh, and being fully aligned with with your own values. So three great tips there with empower empowerment. Now we all love social media and we use we all use it, especially in the world of business. And uh, there was something on your Instagram that really took me uh, took my attention. So I wanted you to go a little deeper on it. And it's a wonderful quote that I saw. 
uh, of yours. It says, you get what you make yourself available for. Now, I would love for you to expand on that a little more because I loved it when I read it. <laughs> that that was a hard one for me to even learn myself. So a lot of times we don't realize that the reason why we keep getting more of the things that we get is because we're actually making ourselves available for it. And what that means is we are allowing it in our life. Now, for those that may respond with um, to that the way I responded when I realized that, like, how can that be possible? I don't want this to be happening to me. You need to take a step back and go deeper because there's a reason why we allow the things that we allow. Now, I want to make something very clear. We're always attracting all kinds of things. You know, we hear a lot of the law of attraction and how we need to be a match to that which we want. And there's so much truth to that. However, I also believe that as human beings, we're always going to be attracting all kinds of things, good and bad. The difference is what we allow, right? What we make ourselves available for. And so if there's a part of you that is out of your awareness, that may be what is playing a role in you allowing that which you do not like. That's what needs to be explored because everything that you allow is because you deep down, and I, and I know that was, a, that was a hard one for me to, to accept. It's because a part of you is making itself available. A part of you is wanting that, right? There's something that you're gaining from that, even if you might not realize it at this very moment. Yeah, remi- it reminds me of examine what you tolerate. And, and just as you said, you know, we often do get in life that which we uh, accept. Uh, and so sometimes, you know, if you allow somebody to speak wrongly towards you, they're going to continue to speak wrongly until you have that healthy standard, all that healthy boundary. Oh, yes. And the beauty of all that is that everything is a mirror, mm. right? So when we notice something that we do not like, and again, that was a hard one for me as well, but there's power in that. And the power is that means that you have control to change that. So whatever you allow is just mirroring to you an aspect of you that may be out of your awareness. So whenever you tolerate any kind of not good behavior by someone. That's just a reflection to you as to how you may be feeling about yourself, how you may be thinking about yourself, right? And so even if it may be a hard pill to swallow, (laughs) there's power in that because it means that you have some control over it. Mm, Love that. I'm loving all the the importance of owning uh, because while for some people, it may feel a little overwhelming. If for many, it's going to feel empowering because if we, if we know that the same person who got us into trouble is the same person who can get us out of trouble, then we actually, you know, are empowered to do something about it, aren't, aren't we? Yes, 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 yes. Beautiful. Now, what do you see as the number one narrative people are playing out in their lives that lead them to a place which really holds them back because you've worked with a lot of different people. You obviously do a lot around empowerment, a lot around clarity, you know, but what have you found is, is the number one narrative that you find that clients are repeatedly coming to, or or what you've noticed in your own experience? Yes. 
So one thing that I've noticed is that, and I have been guilty of that too, is not knowing who is truly in the driver's seat of their life. What do I mean with that? There's different parts of us, right? And when we're not aware of the different parts of us that is actually in the driver's seat and what the message of that part of us has, that's when we start living a narrative. That's when we start making choices that further down, we may not understand why we made that choice on a conscious level, but had they been aware of who was actually in the driver's seat, it would make totally the, the, the biggest difference. This was something that I was going to reserve for a training that I'm going to be doing this week. So I'm going to be sharing a snippet here. One of the things that I've analyzed in not just my clients, but even in myself, and this has made the biggest difference for me in even mastering myself and even helping my clients to master themselves is that we have two main archetypes within us that is always playing a role and they switch roles from time to time, right? Depending on what is, what is going on in our life. And that is the empowered archetype and the disempowered archetype. And within those two archetypes, there are sub archetypes, right? Can't even believe I'm sharing this here <laughs> with you. This, this is supposed to be for the training, but this is going to be so valuable. We have that I've noticed that is in the driver's seat of a lot of people's life is five under the disempower archetype, five main sub archetypes, the saboteur, right? <laughs> the sacrificer, the slave, the child and the victim. And when we, when we do not know who is in the driver's seat, right? Say for example, if it's the child, this is unfair. I, I cannot do this. I don't have the power here. I don't have the power there. When that is the archetype that is in the driver's seat, that's how we start making choices, right? I know it's a mouthful what I just shared, <laughs> but but you would be amazed that the, the parts of us that are within us, that when we don't, we don't realize that that's the archetype that is in the driver's seat at that moment, right? Mm we start making choices that are not in service for us. And so the key is learning how to master that sub-archetype to its empower archetype. Mm. Anyways, that, that's, that's a little more of a mouthful <laughs> than I even intended, but it's, it's really powerful when we realize the parts of us that are within us. Yeah, and the good, the good thing with the podcast, people can always rewind, so they might have to, they might have to rewind yes. that and chew on that yes. a few times. Yes. Yeah, but that, that's a beautiful thing. Now, yes. Aura, Aura, you wrote a book called Creating a Lifetime of Wellness, uh, Start Having the Life You Deserve. How do we create a, a lifetime of, of wellness? So obviously, it's something that probably needs to be in our everyday, but how, how do we go the distance and not just kind of be another thing where we start and then don't actually continue to do, we're all guilty of that, where we start something new, but how do we create an actual lifestyle of wellness? Well, the book covers so many different things, but if there's one thing that people can start with, and I discussed that in the book, is knowing what their needs are. Like if you can start with knowing what your needs are, what your needs are at work, right? What your needs are from friendships, 
what your needs are from a companion, what your needs are from a home, what your needs are from yourself, right? When you can start there, you will know what are the steps that you need to be taking. What are the things that you need to be doing in order to transform your life, right? Mm. So I would say start with there. Um, the book covers different areas of a person's life that we may not realize that it influences our life, but it does, mm. such as the importance of having an oasis. And interesting enough, I wrote this book before the pandemic. The oasis is a home. And I think after the pandemic, I think we all know how important it is that your home becomes your oasis, right? Sure. <laughs> yeah. So it just covers many different things. But I would say start with what your needs are. Beautiful. I just... The thing that's really just come through from top to bottom of the interview has just been your ability to relate to yourself and how well you relate to yourself really is the master of how you're going to go through the gears and, and go through the experiences of life. And that's really come through. If you were able to meet somebody living or dead that you could have the honor of having a coffee or a cup of tea with, um, who would that be and, and why, Aura? Oh my gosh. To me, it would be the woman that transformed me in ways that I didn't think possible. Her name is Gina DeVee. And mind you, I've seen her several times, but if I could spend a day with her and like drink coffee, like she would be the one. The reason why is because her wisdom, her vibe, her energy is just so amazing. And like I said, she transformed me in ways that I never thought possible. She changed my, my wealth consciousness. She changed even the way I saw myself, right? Mm. And this just shows you how important it is that you surround yourself with people that are able to see your potential, not what you see in yourself, like at this moment in this mm. limited way of thinking of yourself, but that can see higher for yourself. Because those are the people that make the biggest difference in your life. Yeah, I agree with that. And it's interesting, isn't it, how people can have an impact on our life. It then uh, sends us on a trajectory where we then want to help other people. And it's like a baton goes around and, and that's how we're all connected. And I love the fact that, you know, all the work that, that you do and change people's lives uh, Gina DeVee will have some of that legacy uh, and, and it's passed on that way. It's, it's incredible that way, isn't it? Yes. It's beautiful. It yes. Beautiful. It is yes. Beautiful. How do people, um, you know, connect with you, find out more about you and is there anything else that you wanted to share uh, before we wrap up today's episode? Yes. Well, for those that would love to learn more about me, they can always go to the site www.aura, my first name, A-U-R-A, emartinez.com. And there they can listen to the podcast. They can read the blog. They can sign up for the newsletters. They can learn more about me, know how to work with me. And if there is one thing that I can leave people with, it would be you are the best work that you can ever do. You are the best project that you can ever work on. I think we take ourselves for granted in that way. And it's when we work on ourselves that our life can truly transform in a way that we want it to be. Mm, I love that aura. I've really enjoyed uh, today's episode with you. 
And uh, I look forward to watching your journey progress. Thank you, Aura. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for joining this episode with me, Max Sefton. I hope you've really enjoyed it. Feel free to leave us a positive review on iTunes. And I look forward to welcoming you back to the next episode of the Brains Magazine podcast.